Welcome to Married Not Dead, a fortnightly podcast which follows myself and my husband through our journey through non-monogamy. Hello and welcome. If we do have any listeners on the other side of the Atlantic, fortnightly is called bi-weekly to you. Um, yeah, so let's introduce ourselves because like, you know, here the fuck are we? I'm Lucy and this is my husband, Zach. Hello, hello. And yeah, we're uh, we're a married couple in our thirties, and we have been together for fourteen fourteen years. Been married for six of those years. Lovely six years. There is absolutely <laughs> no need to say it like that. But yeah, we've been together for a long time, like the entirety of our twenties and the the end of our teens, mm-hmm. and yeah, a long time. Um, <laughs> All right, you can stop laboring the point. <laughs> a long All right, nice time. Yeah, nice one. Yeah. Nice one. As you can tell, we're happily married. Happily. <laughs> like newlyweds. Yeah. Upon their honeymoon. This is be serious, though. We are. Yes, like, we're we very, definitely very are. very happily married yes, and very yeah. and kind of like newlyweds. Yes, we are in some ways. Um, yeah. But yeah, so we've been together for a long time and during our relationship, we have been through a lot, a lot together um some really really difficult stuff rather than it sort of making us further apart it's kind of done the opposite and brought us closer together Mm -hmm. and made us really strong but like just some recent things that have happened have kind of given given us both time to reevaluate not that we're going to die soon because you know we are only in our 30s but things that we can do now may not be available to us in the future such as going out and having casual sex yep that's true you know we're we're still like reasonably looking enough we're not like that wrinkly yeah only semi wrinkled semi wrinkled partially dried (laughs) (laughs) just sounds unpleasant well you know (laughs) partially dried there's still the option to rehydrate us yeah so we thought we'd been thinking about this for a long time and it kind of started off as a bit of a series of smaller conversations thought experiment yes it was yeah we started <laughs> thinking about it and we were like thinking about having sex with another couple and we were like could we do that would that be something that we'd be okay with and then i had to think about how i would feel seeing zach with another woman i had to think about it like like in detail and yeah. I, I think I was sort of surprised that I was okay with it. Which is funny because even me thinking about me having sex with a woman in detail is unpleasant. <laughs> it's not, it's lovely. But yeah, so it just kind of started off like that and I kind of realised that it, after all we've been through, we're so strong and he's literally my best friend. I just, I don't, I don't know, I just, the way I think about it is I think sex is a bit sex and love don't have to be exclusive love with sex is amazing and it just makes everything better Mm -hmm. but sex in general is just it doesn't have to be about love there's got to be some sort of trust and some sort of connection and some sort of chemistry there but definitely doesn't have to be love i could kind of separate them and then we you know we spoke about it didn't we and yeah that's always been my feelings too as well to be fair i've always um I've kind of got two personalities, one who is the uh, 
the Catholic that I was raised as, that sex is sacred and also somehow shameful and dirty, but the larger, much more me side is that it's something that is fun, it's great to sort of experiment with and is almost a whole world of its own. I think humans are very incredible uh, beings in that we can sort of find pleasure in so many different ways and um, complicate it so much but also you know just sort of open up whole routes that are just not necessarily the norm to a lot of people. I think that was another part of it as well is as we've got older we've started to sort of define your sexual preferences and there's things that I like to do that Zach doesn't like to do and we do we do them and it's like not that he doesn't like him but he doesn't enjoy them in the same way i do yeah so it's and vice versa as well so it's why not find someone who really enjoys doing the the same things you do and do them together and and then zach is free to do the same yeah and we just kind of have a bit of fun it's almost like a hobby it is almost like a hobby. Yeah, it takes up a lot of time as well, like a spark, <laughs> and a lot of scheduling. And uh, yeah, you need to, you know, you need to put put the hours in, yeah. dedication. What was it ten thousand hours to master something? Oh right. So hopefully, um, you oh, know, in a few That's years, a I'll be a, a sex master. <laughs> you are already. Oh, thank you. Oh, it's okay. Yeah. Oh God. Um, yeah, so we, we the, the whole conversation led us to trying something called ethical non-monogamy, which you're probably like, what the fuck is ethical non-monogamy when it's at home? Well, it's basically, it's being non... I can't say it. Non-monogamous. Non-monogamous, but ethically, so it's not cheating. And it's a case of, it requires a lot of trust. I talk to Zach about everything. He sees pictures and gets all the information of the guys i'm going to see and he does the same for me for the women that is true should note i don't see all pictures i don't want to see all pictures <laughs> yes no I'm he doesn't see into, no. all the pictures just no. just the face pictures of exactly you know <laughs> but um yeah so he can give like a sketch to the police if i go missing or something like that you know yeah exactly making sure you stay safe really. yes exactly and safety is another key you know obviously safe sex regular check-ins and things when we're on dates is is a, is a must and is. just lots of open honesty so like we we have a lot of chats and there's a bit of sexting and stuff but it's like if zach wants to look at any of my chats he can do with the, literally at the moment's notice again i do the same for him mm-hmm. so it's like you've got to be completely transparent and i do actually i ask him for advice on some of the guys that That'll, i'm talking to that's what i was about to mention yeah. is that that's the kind of the friendship side of our yes. relationship yeah and that, yeah you ask me for advice but i completely depend on you for advice <laughs> because i'm so bad at flirting that every message i write that is trying to be flirty i have to get vetted by you to make sure i'm not just being a creep it's a fine line it's a fine it line, a fine line. especially when you're a bad flirt yes you are a bad I'm flirt too, too much of the nice guy the so nice I try guy and turn on the sexiness it's like nope no that doesn't make sense that doesn't, that doesn't fit <laughs> But yeah, so lots of lots of open honesty and trust of if I was on a date and Zach texts me saying, I need you to come home right now, I am not comfortable, get home, I would drop everything and I would leave. And again, vice versa. Yep. It's always about that so ultimately Zach is in control of my date and I am in control of Zach's. Yeah. 
but Lucy would not be so happy if I was to do that. No, <laughs> no, I would. No, no, but it, we like, would. Yeah, exactly. You don't like being interrupted and being told not to do things. No, I definitely don't. No, that is why we know it's going to work because you'll do it anyway. Yes, um, it's ultimate trust in the other person. Yeah, precisely. Obviously, breaching that would be a huge deal, which is mm-hmm. why we hopefully know it's not going to happen. <laughs> yes. We have something written here from... Did you take it from an article, this quote, about non-ethical non-monogamy? I, I think I what? did. I think it was E-N-N. an article on Tinder. Well, Yeah, so it's a, you'll see it abbreviated sometimes in people's dating profiles to E-N-M. Um, it says, Just because someone is non-monogamous or, red, or already in a relationship doesn't mean they're looking for casual sex or don't have feelings. Yes. I think that kind of outlines the fact that what we're saying here about how our thing works isn't going to be true for everyone. Mm-hmm. It's just the way we do it. Yes. And so that's kind of the point of the podcast, right? Is to yeah. share our journey. Our journey, yeah. It's not going to be the same for everyone. No. You might listen and go, oh, God, that's not how I do it, if you're yeah. someone who shares these yes. interests. Yeah. And I, I even, I've along the way, I've met a few other couples who are in the who do the same as us, and they do it differently to how we do it. Like uh, another couple I'm talking to, um, they it's just sex. It's literally just sex. There's no there's no sort of connection. There's no cuddles or kissing, you know. And that's their rules. Whereas we quite you know we're, we're quite like soft people we like a lot of cuddles and things like that so it's like that's the way we prefer it and i'm okay with with zach having cuddles with another woman and you know it's just about i think for us it's about making a connection mm-hmm. on a quite like a primal level really isn't it and i think like cuddles and intimacy is a bit part of that yeah but we always make sure there's a separate part which is our intimacy and you've got to that's another thing is about the boundaries you've got to be so clear with each other and have firm boundaries that are not to be crossed crossed yeah Yeah. so for one of our things is about our bed no we have no visitors in the bed no so it's the bed is and the bed in the bedroom is our space and yeah. that's that's it, and it always will be, and it's our little sanctuary from the rest of the world. Yeah. So <laughs> so we've got like a bit of a man cave with a sofa hangout, bed. yeah, pad place. <laughs> but yeah, so there's the what works for us won't work for other people, and vice versa. But yeah, this is just our journey, and we are, we have not long started on this as well. We're not like you know pros. We thought it'd be interesting to do this as you go along, so we're not like we're not the experts on it going oh yes this is how it's done and this is how it's been done for years we're yeah. ju- we're taking you with us on this journey yeah. um and as we find stuff out we'll, we'll tell you and y- you know you can experience it as well with us um and so and hopefully it'll be you know entertaining and informative for anyone who's thinking about doing it because that's one thing we've found is when we've spoken to friends not family friends about it <laughs> they've been so interested and a lot of people yeah. have been intrigued and going oh actually i wouldn't mind trying that and there's a lot of misinformation and you know it can be represented a bit seedy sometimes and yeah. so we just kind of want to do the lighter side of it and yeah absolutely because it's not it's nothing to be ashamed of it is something that is absolutely fine as long as it's between consenting adults you know that's kind of the world we live in now it doesn't matter with who Mm. as long as you're both adults and both consent yeah and that's kind of the the gist here really it's something that should be fun and you should enjoy it it's not the seedy kind of 
dogging of the 90s. Yeah. Like it's a totally different world yeah. that we live in now and it's something I think that we should take full advantage of. Yeah. Having got together in our late teens, we mm. missed out on dating and having got together in our late teens, which was the mid-2000s, smartphones didn't exist yeah and so dating apps didn't exist yeah and so the whole kind of thing has passed us by and it's left us feeling a little like we've missed out i guess yeah a little bit yeah Yeah, like we've not missed out on our life our our life is great yeah i wouldn't change anything really um well i changed a couple of things but nothing (laughs) (laughs) nothing significant no no and uh yeah it's just that we feel like well why can't we do these things yeah. Going back to Lisa's earlier point about events happening in our life, it, we've realised we can do it now. Why not? So. Yeah. So, yeah, if that's something that you're interested in and we're going to be doing more of those things, um, then please subscribe because that's going to be, like, amazing. <laughs> <laughs> you know, you can you can like follow us on this journey like you know fortnightly bi-weekly twice a month yeah as we go through it ourselves and you you know if that's something you want to do you want to go on this journey with us then please subscribe um also we're really interested in finding people's opinions and any questions as well we're really happy to open uh to answer any questions so please like message us um there should be a message thing we're still working out all the bits but there should be a message thing so you could leave us messages with any questions or if you have any like your experiences of open relationships or non-monogamy or please leave us a review as well because that will help us so much it's so the much biggest boost to where we appear on the uh yes search results yes podcasts so I'm sure if you are a podcast, a regular podcast listener, you're sick of hearing people begging for five star reviews. But please leave us a five star review. <laughs> yes. Um. But yeah, we're, like we've got a few sort of episodes planned out already. Um. To sort of like launch us into it. Um. Hopefully we should be able to release about three when we start. Um. So hopefully with this one and then another two after it to kind of get you into it. But yeah, so we're going to sort of go through a few different bits, uh, a few different topics. Um, I think the next one is going to be about jealousy, which is one of the biggest questions we get asked about open relationships Mm -hmm. is how do you manage the jealousy? So like we're going to start off with that because that seems to be the biggest point. Mm -hmm. And then, you know, things like the dating scene with dating apps. There's so much to talk about. Oh, so much. That might end up being more than one episode. Yes, it's it's a big, big chunk. (laughs) And if you've been on dating apps, you will understand that, you know, why. And I think this is why it was so, like, alluring to us because, you know, (laughs) it's this mythical thing of the dating apps. Yeah, swiping. Swiping and hearting. How does one swipe on someone? Yes, exactly. Um, so we'll be sort of like trying to guide you through the minefield that is uh, dating apps mm-hmm. and sort of touching on to the kinks as well, the kink side of it and different kinks and what like some of the stuff we've come across and yeah. like, you know, to, and not having kinks as well. Precisely. That's what I was about to say. It's uh, something that we've discovered more and more the longer we've been doing this, that apparently ethical non-monogamy goes hand in hand with kink for a lot of people not always the case and so it'd be quite interesting to get into what kinks are why people like them you know how they sort of um work within our setup and yeah yeah and just the, the sort of general weirdness that is relationships the the minefield of because it's a very stressful thing even like not not just discounting the whole ethical non-monogamy thing just starting a new relationship with someone mm. is 
I forgot how difficult it is. It is exhausting. And imagine if you were pegging your future on that as well, because obviously yes. we're not. No, Whereas no. It's, if it doesn't work out, it doesn't work out, and that's fine because we still have each other, which is the main part mm. regardless. So, you know. Yeah. So, I yeah, thought, so that that's kind of what we're, we're looking to cover. Um, but, yeah, we're going to move on and start episode two soon. So hopefully you'll be able to move straight on for episode one, episode two, if, it's, if it sounds like your kind of thing, which I hope it does. But, yeah, so we hope you come back. Thank you very much. Speak to you soon.